RayPet community, this is Mike Schlegel, your superintendent, back for another episode of RayPet Connect. The purpose of RayPet Connect is to provide more in-depth information on key topics and issues right here in the RayPet School District. We're really glad you joined us. Today I'll be talking about an issue that's going to appear on the April 4th ballot for voters in the school district. The ballot issue is named Proposition RP1. I have two very special guests in the studio today. I'm joined by School Board President Ruth Johnson. Ruth, welcome. Thank you. Glad to be here. Also here today, Dr. Lisa Hatfield, our Assistant Superintendent for Human Resources. Hi, Lisa. Hey. I want to read a couple little things about Proposition RP1. It kind of gives our listeners a foundation as to what we'll be talking about today. Proposition RP1 is a tax rate transfer. The ballot item asks voters to allow the district to transfer 50 cents of the tax rate from the debt service fund to the operating fund. The tax rate transfer would take place over about a period of three years. It would restructure the tax rate that would allow the district to allocate resources to help recruit and retain staff with no change to the overall tax rate. The discussion about Proposition RP1 really began during the revision of the strategic plan, which was approved by the board in May of 2012, 2022. I'm sorry. There was much research and discussion about how to improve staff compensation, which was identified by the school board, district staff, students, and the public as a top priority. Ruth, I'm going to start the first question with you. Okay. Were you surprised at all that the stakeholder groups that we talked with in the strategic plan placed such a priority on staff compensation and having uh, great teachers and staff members throughout the district? No, not at all. We all knew that we were behind in, in pay, so this was just confirmation of that. I think we were all really impressed even with the students coming back with uh, increased teacher pay. So they get and understand even that it takes money to keep good teachers for them. Absolutely. Uh, Dr. Hatfield, when reviewing data from other districts, what do we learn about RAPEC status and uh, where do we currently stand? Sure. Right now in Cass County, RAPEC ranks third out of the 10 public school districts in beginning teacher salary. And in the KC area, we're 14th out of 20. And that was one of our focuses, our strategic plan. One of our metrics was to move our, we're in the kind of the bottom third right now, move that at least to the top half. Yes. Uh, Dr. Hathaway, as a follow-up, how has the current salary and benefit structure impacted the district's efforts to attract and retain teachers and staff? Has it been tougher than normal? Finding good teachers and staff is just tough in general. And when you already have a playing field where you're not paying as much as other people, it makes it even that much more difficult. It certainly does create a challenge for us. Ruth, the uh, revised strategic plan includes three focus areas and many important strategies. How did the board so quickly identify improving staff recruitment and retention as the top issue for this coming school year? I think it was very evident in all of the groups that we talked to, and we knew uh, with Dr. Hatfield's remarks every month to us that staffing was a major concern. And you can look across the state and across the country right now and see that staffing is a major issue for everyone. You know, uh, Ruth, as we talked about this as a team uh, and the board considered ways to improve compensation, it became evident that there was little wiggle room in the current budget to do that. High percentage of the operations budget is already used for staff salaries. And we talked a little bit as a, as a board about whether the preference was considering a tax transfer or a tax increase. Why did we go with the tax transfer? Well, generally our budget, 75 to 77 percent, is already teacher staff or staff pay and benefits. So we knew there wasn't much room. And so we also did not think this was a good time at all to raise 
uh, a tax levy increase right now with the economy the way it is and people just struggling in general right now. So we went with this direction so that we did not have to raise the tax levy and to make the best use of the funds that we do have. And this is certainly not a foreign concept for school districts. No, not at all. We have other school districts around us that will be doing the same thing or have done the same thing in recent years. Absolutely. And across the state. So if approved, Prop RP1 would generate approximately $4 million over the three-year time frame. Uh, what does this mean for district staff, Dr. Hatfield? The district has, and the Board of Education have committed that 100% of the amount produced by this tax rate transfer will be used for staff salary and benefits. And one of the things that I think we are hearing from our community, at least in small pockets, is the ballot language itself and the term that we had to use the term expected to um, decrease at the same rate that our transfer would happen. We can't promise future boards that uh, tax rate decreases or increases will occur. So that's why we have to use the word expected, correct? Absolutely. So that ballot language uh, is not meant to, I think, uh, dissuade people from voting one way or the other for this particular election. It is meant to just that's how the language has to be written. Absolutely. We wanted to make sure that we were not setting future boards of education or superintendents up for failure because we limited their hands. Yes. So Prop RP1 would result in no change to the overall tax rate, and there is no organized opposition to the measure. But there is this little caveat about April 4th in the election because it is during spring break. Dr. Hatfield, what does that mean? What kind of things should we think about there? Well, one of the first things you can do is get on the internet and look at the Cass County election website. There are different options. Um, if you're going to be out of town over spring break and on election day, you can request an absentee ballot be mailed to your home. I actually just got mine the other day. It's a regular ballot that you have to um, fill out and then you have to have it notarized. So that's something to know with that. Or you can actually go down to the courthouse and vote um, in person. That's the way my wife and I are going to do it. We're going to go down during uh, on that Saturday before the election and vote. But I know that that's open throughout the week as well from uh, throughout the day that you can do that early. It is. My guys and I are going to go vote on a Friday when they're home. I'm going to miss that because normally I like to vote on April the, on the actual date, actually go in there, get my little sticker and, uh, and that sort of thing. So I'm going to miss not voting in, in person on that day. But uh, the good thing about where we're at within the state of Missouri right now is that early voting is just as easy as going to the polls on that particular day. Absolutely. Just make sure you take an ID uh, with you and they can take care of you. It won't take any time at all. So as I go back to the actual proposition RP1, the last time we had a voter uh, driven initiative for uh, tax rates, it was back in 2018. And we were able to increase the salaries of our staff across the district then. But it, that's been five years. And I think this is the time when, because of labor pressures, mm -hmm. as well as the number of teachers now that we are competing for with other districts, and the fact that other districts have also done this, mm -hmm. it's time for us to think about doing the same thing. Uh, are there any downsides to this particular election? There's nothing I can think of. I think it sends a very strong message to our staff that we value them. And not only do we want to keep them, but we want to attract additional staff to work here. So, Dr. Hatfield, you are the one that's charged uh, within this on this team to put a outstanding staff together. How is this going to help you do that? Oh, it'll it will be huge. Um, as I'm going out, especially looking at new teachers, um, it is very difficult to share our salary schedule when they have seen the salary schedules of other school districts. 
um, and then try to convince them that we're the best place to be, even though we all know if we are the best place to be. Um, this will be a huge, and it will also help us retain the staff that are here. Um, and so they stay with us rather than go to other school districts where they might make more money. And this is all, not all about salaries either, because we have some of the benefits that we pay as well through this uh, transfer. So this will be um, helping out in that area too, correct? Absolutely. We, um, our staff are very, um, their benefits are very important to them. And this will allow us to continue with the same support in that area as well. Ruth, I know there's six other board members uh, besides yourself. You are the president of uh, of the group of, of seven. What's your what's your take on how your the rest of the board is feeling on this? Are it's one hundred percent supportive of this uh, approach and um, any other things you'd like to share from the board's perspective? Absolutely, you know, all seven of us are fully supportive and behind this initiative and want to make sure that uh, people understand a hundred percent of this will go for staffing teachers and staff and their benefits. So everyone will feel feel. Um, the impact of this. Uh, we know it's very important to do this as well as we can to keep what we've got and to, like she said, retain and, and attract new ones. Our district has made a uh, substantial effort in, in informing our voters about this particular election. Additional information is on the website. Uh, we will be uh, sending out additional information also through emails as we get closer to the April 4th date. Uh, but this is a big election for us. I don't think there's any, any, uh, fact that, that that can't be hidden is the fact this is a big election for us with other districts is doing the same thing we can't afford to fall further and further behind so uh however our voters choose to vote we just hope that they do vote and so getting out to the polls and making sure their voices are heard that's what makes this uh this democracy a uh, wonderful great place to be rape right committee thanks for listening today as we talk about proposition rp1 a no tax rate increase ballot initiative scheduled for april the 4th I'm Mike Slagle. Be sure to look for our next edition of Raypet Connect in April. Have a great day, and thank you again for listening.